0: All, none of us really know, oh, <laughs> none of us know. really know. I know. No, I, I know, I know, I
1: know.
0: Perfect timing, Keith. Right. Keith, what's up? Your favorite movie of all time, F9. Have oh, good.
2: other choice than remember the titans being number one i'm curious i'm failing mine
3: but well let's let's see here we go yeah that's a good i'm not even
2: talking (laughs) you shouldn't be talking at this
3: point
0: (laughs) what is up everybody welcome to apociflix now our main show here at apociflix movies i am your host tonight jacob bartley and i'm joined by These other three gentlemen here with me and Keith Barnes will be joining us here soon. But let me introduce the rest of the crew here. First up, we got Brian Avalasino. How you doing, Brian? Whoa, nice background, man. Good lighting.
2: Uh, Yeah, thank you. I didn't
0: realize (laughs) that half we got on at like
2: 630 and we're just chit-chatting. I had no idea that it was seven. So when Jake said, all right, let's go, I was sitting on my couch and I'm like, wait, where, what? And during the <laughs> intro, you could see Brian shuffling things. Around. I was, I was like, expecting running.
0: that to be Brian's background. <laughs>
2: I <laughs> Yeah, honest. no, because I was like just sitting on the couch like slouched. And I'm like, Jake's like, all right, here we go. And I'm like, go where? <laughs> That's
0: I mean. why I was so caught off guard. But yeah, your lighting looks a lot better today.
2: Yeah. So we figured out uh, the corner. So like I'm in one of the corners and it kind of uh, shines I see. Yeah. perfectly. Yeah. I'm guessing so. Jake came over and helped you with that. Nope, did it all <laughs> oh, by myself. Mm. I remember the uh, old <laughs> I Brian you, apartment I asked you should I go into the corner and you think it would help, and you said yes. And that's about it. Oh, okay. So he right wasn't there. physically there setting it up. For no, you. Jake gets producer credit. Jake went like, to like a house like once, I think, like old it's times. Always. That's not true, but that's okay. How many I times remember When I did you moved move in? in, when I moved in, and the TV. I've come at
4: least three times. Name it. I shouldn't have to go oh back my. to my.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I just remember the old days. Jake used to like clean your apartment, like while we we're getting ready to podcast. <laughs> clean exactly, but organized oh. oh yeah, yeah. i oh. didn't
4: i didn't want dirty ass dishes in the background
2: and stuff i, I was not that. like that <laughs> he he likes to like decorate my apartment so everyone I, in it, the chat can say do you like a background
4: that looks somewhat together or an absolute just garbage well no it's no.
2: rude saying that the way I <laughs> i'm i not saying with your garbage.
4: apartment was a garbage suit. i'm just saying I'm
2: just uh saying. but he just likes to Decorate. It's free reign. It's not his
0: house, so he gets to hey, be. He's got a free interior designer. designer. There you go, Brian. There you go. Oh, boy, now I just oh, need boy. him to
2: come over and do the shelves and stuff, so I can do that. There you go. Nope,
4: I gave him to you. You can do it yourself, Brian. Right and
2: then <laughs> um, I'm gonna put like lights, LED lights in the corner.
4: Andy, nobody asked you.
2: <laughs> this is why I like Australians. They're my
0: favorite. Oh, somebody's echoey. I don't know. It's, pro- it's probably
2: me. I didn't have my headphones. Or
0: Jake. There go. It's usually Jake. Well, as you know, Jake Berlin is also here. How you doing, man?
4: I'm okay. This week's been this week's been a little crazy. And it is Tuesday. Uh yeah, it's a, Tuesday. It's been a little while. And I'll also say the wedding stuff for us is getting a little crazy as well. We're getting into the nitty-gritty. We have four months to go. Dude, it's uh, coming up fast. It is coming up real f- or oh, just <laughs> over four months, I should say. Not not man. four months just yet, but just over four months. Um our entire Saturday last week we dedicated to that. And then on Sunday, I went golfing and my driver broke. And then Monday hit me hard with work. Well, then stop hitting the damn golf ball so freaking hard. Um, so, oh, yeah, it's, 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 been, uh, it's been an eventful, I'd say, five days. And I obviously wasn't on last week, unfortunately. I kind of I just had to take a little bit of a breather again. Some wedding stuff kind of came up and Gabby yeah, and I did some time to
0: take care of some stuff. But, uh,
4: yeah, what a what a show to come back to because of this past
0: weekend. So. a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, Gio Ramos, I thought you were going to say Bender. No, my <laughs> <laughs>
3: Friday. No, that
4: two day Bender starts now because it's <laughs> Friday. There we go.
3: Yeah,
1: uh, not much to add. I am moving into a new place in about <gasps> two weeks, so look where Are... officially?
0: Huh? Yep. You sent downtown. me the Snapchat earlier today. Congratulations! Finally, yeah. we've been hearing about it for months. Did, Did I miss it? Hey, you know, it? Today,
4: you know what, just for you, man, I'm gonna pop myself a Gatorade.
1: There you go. Hey, orange too. There you go,
3: man. Oh,
2: I see. Yeah. I almost just literally Damn. showed the picture, and that would have been your address. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, the orange Gatorade's underrated. I'll say that. hundred percent. Like I love the orange one. Actually, like most of them, but <laughs> it doesn't beat. But you I love know. the orange one. Uh, uh, Andy, uh, Andy, to answer your question. Only Geo uses Snapchat still. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. What's with Snapchat? I, I barely use any social media ever if if you guys have noticed. I don't <laughs> Snapchat. What's what does everybody use now? Uh TikTok is the one that everybody uses. Uh, I actually God, do have an account. You're now. so freaking old. You're so. No, when was I, the
4: last time Jacob shared a show on social media for this channel?
0: Hey, I actually do Ooh. do that quite frequently that's like <laughs> the only reason i use social media to be honest it's if not look at my facebook page it's only sharing a pocket. yeah see that's and, that's the thing sharing none of us use
2: freaking facebook anymore
0: except for jacob so he's literally the facebook promoter <laughs> i guess so i guess so uh no but things are pretty good with me uh crazy weekend i, I should say what <laughs> we actually like keith geo and i a couple of other people got together and watched the oscars which we are going to talk about a little later in the show but um yeah that was fun that was fun watching <laughs> watching those moments with, with uh-huh. a couple buddies so so i i enjoyed that um but yeah we I'm are going to talk to about anybody. do a little oscars recap we also are going to be celebrating our favorite women in film and don't give me any crap you guys were invited to my oscar viewing party this time (laughs) no 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 we were we were this time you mean we haven't been invited in the past well no the last two years i didn't do anything that's what he's telling us but uh no um but yeah i would love to do the watch long again that that was a lot of fun um but yeah we're also going to talk about the top gun maverick trailer but before we get to that we're going to go to the movie watching challenge. If I could find the freaking stinger. Here we go. Did you notice how he started
4: talking really <laughs> slow? To I know. You get the right? did?
0: There we go. Yeah, There's so no, many like the whole thing. pages there. Um, <laughs> but yes, for those of you who don't know, this is the segment of our show where uh, one of us every week gets challenged to watch a movie that we haven't seen. And Keith Barnes was challenged to watch the movie what is it called, Brian? Upgrade. Upload. Upgrade. There you go. Wow. <laughs> upload wow. upload is sequel. the prime video series. That's yes. Series. Upload. Upgrade. Upload is the knockoff uh, uh, version you see yes, on like, Upgrade, Lifetime. Um, which is a movie I still haven't seen. Uh, <laughs> Keith isn't here right now. He is going to put up a separate video of that. So keep an eye out for that. His review for Upgrade will be up. Um, but he did choose somebody to challenge and challenge them to a new movie that they haven't seen. And Jake's the one with that information.
4: I do have that information.
0: Um, he's a busy man. He obviously,
4: you know, he works a tune. So he's not able to be here early to review it. But he did uh, forward me who he wanted to challenge and what movie. It's a movie that has actually been challenged to one other person before on this channel. Um, and it's a movie that he absolutely adores. So first of all, he is challenging uh, tonight's host, Mr. Jacob Bartley. Mm. And he is going to be challenging him to in Bruges, you're gonna oh, be watching wow. the colin farrell led in Bruges. uh you <laughs> is this <see>. a comedy <laughs> uh it's uh yeah it's kind of sorta yes have you um, not seen it i have i have oh. um it's yes but also no it depends on your style of comedy um it's a different i'll say t- i'll say this it's a very different take with colin farrell that's all I'll say. okay is it a satire yeah. No, not at all. No, not at all. It's know. it's like a legitimately a legitimate movie with a story. There's a oh my god, what was I just thinking of
0: as far as a movie comparison? I had oh, it yeah. in my brain. Um, God, it's gonna bug me. So it says, guilt stricken after a job gone wrong, hitman Ray and his partner await orders from their ruthless boss in Bruges, Belgium. The last. So place. it's like yeah,
2: it's so. like a <laughs>
4: it, yeah, it's a dark yeah. comedy. It's almost a very lighter, more comedic centric version of the gentleman.
0: Okay, huh, yeah. So if if Keith challenged me to this, there's a reason. Like he thinks I'm gonna like it. Oh, Ralph Fiennes is in it too. That's he's not cool. gonna challenge you to a movie things thinks you're gonna hate. No, it, exactly. <laughs> um. So hey, look, I love Colin Farrell. If I have no other reason to look forward to it, it's that. So I'm definitely excited. So we'll see. Because there's a I'm, lot of movies Keith could have chose, and he chose this. I'm pretty sure Keith challenged me to *In Bruges* as well. Otherwise, it or- came
4: up before. Maybe I just watched it on my own, but he has tried to challenge someone to this movie well, on the channel. Remember forever. when we used to do the
0: the poll? Uh-huh. I think Keith submitted this movie yeah. a lot of times yes. during I that. It, yeah, 100%. yeah. So there we go. I'll be watching in Bruise. I'll get that review up next week. And I don't know about you guys, but to me, it seems like I've been getting challenged so much. Or like I feel You're like the new every- Brian. Every time I have a chance to get challenged, I'm challenged. So, mm-hmm. hey, there we go. I'll, yeah, I don't mind watching. How long is this movie? Hopefully it's not too long. It's oh, two here. and a half hours. It, no, it's not. It's like an hour and 40 minutes, isn't is it? It? I was kidding. Look, as long <laughs> as it's sure. not as long as Lincoln. <laughs> there we go. We but, told um, you Lincoln was going to be long. Yeah. And you should be happy you watched Lincoln, damn No, it. I was. I was. Look, I said it wasn't boring to me at all. But, Keith, you're going to have to vim on me 3.99. I don't think it's available on streaming anywhere. So uh, there we Cheap go. Ass. You guys do Uh-oh. that to me like 95% of the time. So I Or no wait, Jake, do you have the Blu-ray unopened? I'll come borrow it. There we go.
3: I'd have to look. I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, all right. Well, I'll be watching Andrews And again, keep an eye out for Keith's review on Upgrade. He'll have that up pretty shortly here. Um before we get to some of the other stuff we're going to talk to we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the new trailer for Top Gun Maverick. It just uh-huh. came out today. Um and look, I'll tell you guys what. You guys know I care about Top Gun the least out of all of us. I'm suck. You guys challenged me to watch Top Gun I a couple years ago.
3: You.
0: I I liked it. It that soundtrack is still stuck in my head. I like Top Gun, but I like I still don't understand why people are so excited for this movie. I just, oh I don't oh know. God. I want to kick him off the show. Look, I was about was. to ask you to being kick him t- off look, the show. Jesus Christ. That being said, hey. this trailer is awesome. You know, what, you, don't, you don't have the right to say that. I know. It's, yeah, it's it's, it's like tainted, it's tainted look, now.
4: It's like the Remember the Titans thing all over again,
0: damn uh-huh. it. <laughs> but no, here's the thing. I can't lie. I can't fake my excitement for Top Gun Maverick, but I'll say that out of all the trailers, this one got me on board the most. And the one scene that did it is when he's arguing with Miles Teller and Miles Teller says, "My father believed in you. I won't make that mistake again." That cuz this trailer felt like it felt very serious. Like there, there weren't a lot of jokes. It was it was like straight to the point and I dug this trailer. I got chills watching it, which I did not expect at all. Um, I, I yeah heard. and so uh, this got me on board like to the point honestly i i would i probably wouldn't have gone with you guys opening night to see it i'm down i'm down
4: what? let's go oh, let's what do the it. fuck what, Look. what go- the guys okay
0: i'm i'm gonna mute him real quick so
4: this was my number one anticipated movie of the year yeah. um and so far uh like nothing has changed, but this was the best trailer that they dropped in all of the marketing. Any, see, I agree, any combination of footage. Why oh, is he talking? Um, it, well, <laughs> I unmuted him because I'm a nice person just for a little bit. Um, but uh, no, it's look, we we know what Tom Cruise can do with action movies now compared to what he was doing in the late 80s, early 90s when he did the first Top Gun. Um, he takes things to a whole different level and he has an incredible supporting cast of young actors and actresses around him among people like john ham and and possibly val kilmer uh, whether harris. or not we see him ed harris jennifer connelly the cast is just stacked with those alone but then you I love jennifer like connelly miles teller and glenn powell and all these young people who obviously that's what like that's who maverick was 30 plus years ago right he was that young stud coming into top gun who is now being trained by someone uh, viper back in the days right and 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 uh um oh my god what's the other one's name viper and
1: jester no jester, uh, uh... jester. <laughs> it was
4: jester good call okay. good call um no the, the moments for me though that i get excited about the most when i see this footage is i always keep in the back of my head that they are actually flying these planes mm-hmm. that it's awesome. it's not it's not a fake pilot in the cockpit they are actually flying these planes and it's funny because i think it was late last week there was an article that tom cruise did about how when they got together they obviously had to do training and learn how to fly a a plane and be in the cockpit but the one thing that tom cruise had to do with the young cast is teach them how to handle g-force that is insane to think about an actor or actress learning to handle g-force that's when you know how serious the practical effects are in this film is they're going that fast they're going that high and the scene that kills me is the two jets flying
0: and then maverick comes flying yeah. in between oh my god
4: it is so good
0: Um, how is he so confident they won't crash or something after that? (laughs)
4: Because that's that's, I if I'm not mistaken, the same thing happened to him in the first movie. Ah, Um, Okay, he's now playing he's now playing the role where he's doing that, yeah. Um but yeah, it's I think there's just so many things to love about it. Uh I also want to mention the iceman uh touch in this one. It's kind of the first real mention we've got of him in any of the footage. And I'm not going to say it kind of led us to believe one thing, but it almost seems like the last dying wish of Iceman was Maverick to be there. He's the guy that he wants teaching these guys when it comes down to the nitty gritty. So um, that's going to be emotional in itself. Yeah. Uh, just because of their relationship in the first movie and kind of maybe what's gone through over the, the decades, but yeah, I, I, it's my number one anticipated movie of the year for a reason. It stays up there. It's crushing it. I cannot wait for this movie. I cannot wait for this movie.
2: I completely agree. I'm going to see this movie twice. One on IMAX and one in 4D because I can only imagine a 4D. Good call, Brian. This. Good call. Uh, oh, this is count, a great movie me for that. Yeah, me in, Brian. This is a great this, movie for that. This movie in 4D is going to be like flying with them. And I
0: can't. Is that the same way. as D-Box or are those different? Yeah, D-box, is it's D-box. D-Box. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: Um, and I, I, yeah, this movie hits me in the feels because I know I've told the story that all of my friends in high school, we all just decided like our, our group was the Top Gun pilots. So we each had a different name. So Who like
4: Hollywood, was, right?
2: No. Oh, Slider. No. Iceman, because he's yeah. a bad guy. Oh my goodness, of course. Uh, so so cheesy. <laughs> the whole thing was cheesy, and that's what made it so like and amazing. what's Miles
0: Teller's root he's rooster? Rooster, rooster. baby, goose yeah. and rooster. I love it. Yeah, yeah. that's
2: cool. It. That is cool. It was just fun because like the guy that basically like led the group, we called him Maverick. The guy that was like anytime we had a girlfriend just disappeared, he was goose. Uh just it was fun so like hearing you guys say like jester and viper those are friends names so i i it's just like i wish i could just grab all those guys and like let's go see this movie together uh it just looks so good too i like the the score that they keep playing in the soundtrack the slowed down kind of version of it Oh,
0: that's that is great yeah yes the top gun theme
4: is one of the best themes ever made it is, and dun,
2: dun, dun,
4: dun,
0: dun,
2: yeah. dun, dun, and uh, I mean, there's so many things nostalgia wise for this. Like when I was growing up, like we used to go to Great America all the time and ride the Top Gun roller coaster, that was mm-hmm. the best ride.
0: They had a Top Gun and, roller coaster, oh, yeah, that so
2: good. It was, oh, my
4: goodness,
0: so good. These I mean, it doesn't matter to cool. you,
4: Jacob, you don't like Top Gun, so yeah, yeah. So. I mean, I
0: do, I do like Top Gun. It's, it's. I don't love it. If I don't love something, I hate it. What's? yeah Come on. Uh,
4: yeah. Yeah. I mean, have you learned from <laughs> fandoms of Star Wars and Marvel and DC? <laughs> well, I get that, that
0: for Mad Max: Fury Road. What else do I get that for? Sicario. Yeah. Sicario. Oh, yeah. Trash.
4: You all are all trash. Hey. <laughs> it's a Gio and I
0: show, baby. Sicario is fucking
1: amazing. Come
3: on now. <laughs>
0: hey, look. Ta- Taylor Sheridan wrote Sicario, so I have no problems with that movie. But um. Geo, you're just excited as these guys are about Top Gun Maverick. What'd you think, man?
1: Yeah, they kind of said it all. Um, this trailer, I feel like it, it needed to draw general audiences back in because of how Good many call, times man. it's been delayed. Like, and it did mission accomplished. Um, the moment that you talked about between Maverick and Goose took me back to I'm sorry, Rooster. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he looks like Goose in that one Yeah, 100%.
4: They did, a, they did a really good they job. They did a very good They made sure,
1: sure that mustache
2: was perfect. Yeah,
1: <laughs> totally. But that moment reminded me of a Creed between Rocky Balboa and Adonis Creed and how, mm. same thing. Rocky was best friends, great friends with Apollo and now he finds himself training Adonis. It's, it's the same thing. It's going to work out great. Um, I hope to see some kind of footage of Val Kilmer as Iceman. I don't want the photo to be just that. Um, I mean, that's kind of what a lot of us have been waiting for. We've kind of, we've been sold on everything else. We just want to see Iceman. And they gave us a little tease. Um,
2: he tweeted today too about it. Yeah, he did. He promoted the trailer.
3: Yeah.
1: Good. And I, I hear he's doing a lot better than, you know, when his, procedure that happened and whatnot so that's great would love to see a reunion at the red carpet between the two that would be just oh it's a 100% happening it's 100% amazing. happening yeah. yeah but uh yeah you guys pretty much said it we're, we're all in Top Gun Maverick hell
0: yeah yeah I saw Rachel has joined us since uh Hi, since started talking about this trailer and she had a pretty funny <clears throat> comment there to say <laughs> yeah uh,
4: our audio listener she says so this trailer was mission accomplice not impossible
0: yeah. 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 and especially with all that stuff going on with Tom coming Cruise in <laughs> huh. Uh-huh.
4: yeah that's going to be
0: an interesting thing how that all plays out but
4: uh yeah no look this this movie man it, it can do some major damage this year because it's uh it's coming out at almost the perfect time um it's three weeks after dr strange and the multiverse of madness and just a few weeks
2: before Lightyear, still uh, think and, it should have came out for the July weekend.
4: Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, there's a, uh, a Tom, Cruise, Tom Cruise. America. Had, Tom Cruise has choices over his release dates. Sadly, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. But sure. this this movie's probably gonna make a butt ton of money. <laughs> I mean, uh, Lightyear and Top Gunner, even though they both deal with planes, they're two very different styles of audiences. So we can see Top Gun make quite a bit of money
0: over quite a bit of time. Oh, they come yeah. out the same <laughs> week. Bah, bah, bah. yeah well i doubt kids aren't gonna go watch top gun i mean no. parents that... will take their kids but like kids by themselves aren't gonna go watch top gun like a group yeah of like the kids, work, old, the kids at work the kids at work
2: are gonna be like i need to go see top gun so bad like
0: that yeah <laughs> but no i think top gun is gonna make a lot of money i, I well, like oh, this sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but brian this no. is why oh good point good point but oh um, okay that makes more sense I like, I love actually, I that Memorial... you guys have the same excitement you do. That's for, Labor like, Day
2: in September. No,
0: like for I a know that's film. My birthday. Sorry, Jacob. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it's good. And I was saying, like, I love, like, it gets me hyped that you guys are as excited for this as you are for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness No. another that's... movie.
2: Andy's right. That is celebration weekend.
0: Well, oh. we're seeing it in LA. And it's not a bad thing. It's definitely not a bad thing. Um, any last thoughts on this trailer, guys? I can't Just
1: wait. May could be Tom Cruise month if he oh is superior God. Iron Man and Multiverse of Madness. Please. Oh my goodness. I need I to see that.
4: Inverted.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I'm okay if that doesn't happen, Gio, but
1: we'll see. We'll oh, see. hey, real quick, real quick, real quick. No footage of him going to space. Is, is he going to space or something? Because it's like, now, there's a lot no, no, of like, a, no, I
4: don't. So, I'm just theorizing, but there is the so that shot of him in that what looked like like a black jet, uh, was the closing shot of the second trailer that we got what seemed like five years ago, right? Um, Pete, th- there's, and I'm just theorizing, but I, it seems like he may be the choice of test pilot for new technology, that's right. Um, and I don't necessarily know if it's going to space, but a new version of a jet that he is the choice of flying. Um, yeah, it, but that
0: that shit looks like it rocks. So, uh, I'm <laughs> Wait, sure so you I'm think, all think he's actually gonna go to space in this movie? I don't
4: think he's going to space. I it don't look think. that way. It'll but, it'll yeah. Isn't like, Tom uh,
0: Cruise working on something where he's literally shooting in space though? But it's not. It's a it different. Is. It's a different
4: film. But it's yeah. it's not
0: a Top Gun sequel or anything. Mm. Um, it. Yeah.
4: But he and Geo's Geo's right. If you go back to the second trailer, I think they do that shot where he's flying the ship. And then they cut to him inside, and he looks like he has an astronaut suit on, yeah. Uh, which is why people may think he's going to space, but it may be going so fast that he needs the oxygen. They probably like have him like testing the new. Yeah, it, it may it. be like an oxygen hyper speed type of thing where he needs. The, okay, he needs but the it'll just speed.
0: be in the movie they're going to space. He didn't readily go to space to shoot that. Well, no, there's an actual movie where he's shooting in space, Jacob. Yeah, yeah, right. I know that. But okay. I was thinking, this isn't the project though that they were talking about. Is that.
1: Doug Liman directing that one or no? Doug Liman is directing that one. Yeah, because that's what they were others. talking
0: about. Yeah, yeah. That's Tom Cruise. I love you, man. You. It's got to be <laughs> yeah. an
4: Edge of Tomorrow sequel, dude. Yes. Hey. Take it to them. Take the fight Hell to them. Yeah.
0: We need Tom Cruise one. has all my respect. He's he's the man. He's the king um, of this shit. Absolutely. Uh. So. For those of you who don't know, there's a little show premiering tonight at midnight, uh, technically opening on Wednesday, releasing on Wednesday, um, and it's called Moon Knight, And we will be covering it. Brian, you want to tell them a little bit more about that?
2: Yeah. Um, my show starts tomorrow, and that's <laughs> Moon Night. Uh, so that means that we are going to do some Marvel Rewind. Uh, we are going to actually do it same day. Uh, so as of right now, it will be Wednesdays, the day it drops at 6.30pm Pacific Standard Time. Um, do you have a trailery thingy? Or no? Sure, go and play that. salty that people are going to start loving Moon Knight and he's not going to be my niche character anymore but uh, yeah everyone's going to love it. I can't wait so come hear us just gush about it tomorrow 6.30pm Pacific Standard Time. And Uh, just to
4: continue on that because I know there's I think uh, Gordon asked um, Halo's on Thursdays Uh, so mm -hmm. our Halo reviews will stay on Thursdays which is why Rewind is going to be on Wednesdays. We're not going to stack them back to back. Mm Uh, so you'll see a Rewind on Wednesdays and the Halo reviews,
2: which Geo is leading on Thursday evenings. So. Samir, to answer your question, if I had to pick between Moon Knight and Multiverse, I'd pick Multiverse because Scarlet Witch is in it.
0: She is just top tier right yeah. now. I mean, I'm I'm excited for Moon Knight, but come on now. Yeah.
1: Multiverse I'm- of <laughs> madness for superior Iron Man.
0: I will literally
2: <laughs> anything Scarlet wow. Witch stuck is on in right that. now. I will just if he's not
1: in there. I'm walking out.
4: Shut up. Well, according yeah. to you, you're watching on Disney Plus, so yeah. Yeah. You'll we'll never my house. know until the last credit <laughs> scene. So you're gonna watch the whole movie anyway, right?
0: According to your text to you,
4: I'm not buying you a ticket, so yeah. Yeah,
0: you shouldn't buy one. Yeah, day. don't um. screw around this
2: time because you might actually not get a ticket. <laughs> Sorry, Andy. Going uh,
0: are you guys gonna stay up till midnight tonight for moon Knight?
4: I can't. I can't. No. I'll I'm debating. It right early.
0: I'll watch I'm it right debating now. either
2: staying up, or just going to bed and waking up an hour yeah. early. Well, Jake wakes up at 4 a.m.,
0: so he... <laughs> yeah, <I'm, laughs> I am I'm up bright and early, so it doesn't matter to me. I'll, I'll watch it in the morning. Brian, you can take a nap right when this ends. <laughs> wake up at 11.45. <laughs>
2: See, my, I, my thought process is I'll watch it, and I'll just be too juiced, and I won't go back to sleep. So that's why I'm thinking go to bed, wake up at like 6. as soon as there's
1: a chance, you can't sleep because you haven't watched it
0: i and don't then, know yet it's gonna i'm gonna know. see how i feel around 10 p.m if i can stay up that late i will but we'll see
2: see my kickball game was canceled it was supposed to be at 9 30 so by the time i got home it was gonna be like 10 30 10 45 oh. and then i was just gonna, like screw it i might as well just stay but now don't worry brian i'll stay up till
0: midnight i'll text you all the spoilers all right mean, yeah. i <laughs> yeah I, would. I don't think there will be any spoilers in episode one but we'll see yeah, you never know Um, All right, now moving on to something uh, pretty interesting here. Uh, For those of you who don't know, the Oscars aired last night, um, and a lot of interesting things happened. uh, It's Tuesday, Jacob, just so you know. Oh, they did, yeah. Okay, they aired on Sunday night, yeah. (laughs) The Oscars aired on Sunday night a couple nights ago. And, yeah, there were a bunch of awards given out. Uh, Nothing crazy happened, right, guys? Mm. I didn't watch it. So. My
1: wife's name. Out, yo.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay. So you guys weren't, didn't watch it. No. <laughs> weren't watching it live. <laughs> oh, I, didn't, I wasn't watching it live. I recorded it. Yeah, so Gio. but Thankfully,
4: the cool thing for what social media does is there's enough Twitter pages that actually clip out almost every single moment. Yeah. So I watched everything through video
0: clips it's on Twitter. Essentially, instantaneous. Literally. Almost. Yeah. So we thought my TV was something was wrong with my TV. Like it, we thought, my yeah. TV was glitching, like or like something was wrong with Wait, my while audio, the audio. Like Will
4: Smith, thing happened.
0: Yeah, while the Will yeah. Smith thing happened, because the way it happened is like, as because it's on a delay. When they do these live events, yeah. they're on like a thirty second delay, so they can mute anything that happens. And as soon as he started walking up there, they like muted it. Yeah. And we didn't see, and we were like, "What's going on?" And it, we thought it was fake. We, when we first saw it, we were hundred percent convinced. A lot it of people think, Yeah. They, and then until you see until you really watch it it's real but they
1: not only muted but they looped it they're like replay the last 10 seconds i i, I
4: heard i heard that that it was on because I, again i didn't watch it live but i heard that they were it was a shot of like jada and will and then something happened and then it went back to what had previously happened they cut away to all of it yeah and then we actually weird. saw what happened yeah that, but i saw the full clip on twitter and then i saw the uncensored version oh my god yeah japanese twitter definitely um, um, i caught it cuz of
2: australian
4: twitter <laughs> it, <laughs> or maybe it was australian it, it was one of them one of uh, any of the uh, non-american twitters it 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 blew up because it was uncensored but yeah man it's uh it sucks just because about 10 minutes later he won the oscar and yeah. it was completely overshadowed by everything yeah. it's taking nothing away from his his performance and what he did because
0: he should have won but it was it's just a very hard situation just a very and look it's not directly movie related look it happened at the oscars and it's between two actors a comedian actor so it is movie related but like it doesn't affect the movies necessarily i don't know did you guys have any last thoughts on that because that obviously that's the that's the thing everybody wants to talk about but there are actual awards to talk about too so Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
4: No, go ahead. Cause my dogs keeping a wreck.
1: No. Um, Will Smith is my all time favorite actor. I, I grew up with fresh Prince. I grew up. One of mine too. He's my all time favorite rapper. Just, oh, nice. Well, that's, that's not a bad choice
2: either. He was my very first. Welcome re- to Miami. Yeah. yeah. No, hey. no, he was, he was my very first ever piece of music uh that i owned it was a tape deck of what jake
1: just welcome to miami Miami." hey that song
2: that's a good song yeah
1: great song but you know for months i've i've been on this uh train that i think having not seen any of the others this, this is will smith's year coming out of king richard i was like absolutely this this is it the story the performance and then the memoir of, you know the book that he came out with will i'm like all all the momentum is for will smith and it, it was just supposed to be one of the greatest nights of his life and he did something in my opinion that's stupid okay now is it stupid to defend your wife no not at all and the joke from chris rock was of poor taste okay um i watched uh, an interview on the howard stern show and i forgot who the comedian was that came on but they were like there's no way he would have said that if he had known of her condition which is alopecia loss of hair my cousin has that um serious thing but it was how will smith dealt with it in my opinion comedians nowadays they already get a tough time uh, a hard time as is because of some of the jokes that they say, look at Dave Chappelle on Netflix for crying out loud. And now Will Smith, whether he intentionally did it or not, walked up the stage to the comedian and smacked him on national television. And not only did it ruin his night, but it ruined the night of everyone else who won an Oscar after that. Because I didn't care about that at all. I kept looking on Twitter to see if it was real or not. I kept checking all these reactions people want cool but it still was the talk of the night and even going into him winning later uh, all i was looking for was are you going to address it are you going to apologize to chris rock he did apologize to the academy and the next day he did apologize to chris rock um i would have liked to have seen a video but sorry i'm going on and on and on it's just i don't know it's (laughs) it, it was a thing and uh it makes me wonder how they're going to approach it at the next year's Oscars. People will probably tune in.
0: Yeah. I mean, it. I heard that they're discussing suspending his membership for however long, which, mm-hmm. which is fine. I mean, that's, that's fine. Did you guys have any last thoughts on that, that issue at all? It's just, it's not, and everyone's saying it, but it's just not the way to go thing about this. Yeah. You know,
4: it, it could have easily been like, and I, I get it. And Gia's right. You know, defending someone that you love, especially your wife, someone yeah. you spent a long time with your life is a big thing. But, you know, put it aside for five minutes until he's done, then take it backstage. Millions of people are gonna be seeing that now. I already have, actually. Yeah. Um, it blew up instantly. It's the thing that people are talking about. It's you know, and it, it came from Will Smith, and he's he's been one of, you know, one of the guys for decades that everyone has kind of looked up to and and whether it's uh, role movie roles or the way he approaches life um i remember a, a number of years ago he started that youtube channel where he was just doing adventures and people were totally tuning into him because it was will smith yeah you know and it's just it's hard to see um so yeah it's it's just not it's not the way to go about things um i expect better from people like that people in that in that seat right you know who have that high of viewership who have that many fans uh, much larger of a life than ours. Um, I just, I expect
1: better. I really do, especially from someone like Bill Smith. To your point, you know it's bad when Denzel, Bradley Cooper, and Tyler Perry are pulling you aside during the commercial break saying, dude, chill. Not the time or the
0: place. So, yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I guess some people were like, well, why didn't the cops come? Why wasn't he arrested? Or why didn't security escort him out? Well, look first of all the Academy was not gonna not have him accept his awarding of his speech whether that's right or wrong I don't yeah. think they were gonna not allow that to happen yeah but also I heard they couldn't um they didn't know what to do like they were like oh my god that, they didn't they weren't expecting it obviously and how much time was left in the show like 30 minutes or something like they or less like they didn't know what to do so so we'll see Brian, you have any thoughts on that before we talk about the actual Oscars <laughs> I mean it's yeah.
2: Everyone's pretty much sure he said it. Yeah. I don't I just don't like clearly he wasn't thinking because he literally went up and smacked someone on national T V from millions of people in front of his highly respected peers. Yeah. A
1: legendary
0: comedian too. Yeah. Chris Rock is big time. Well, I, I love Chris Rock and i like, look, the jokes in poor taste, whatever, there's a lot of jokes that are in poor taste, but I felt bad for him. He, you could see his eyes. See, the thing that made me think it was real is his eyes were all watery, and I was like, "This, ha- this might be real." Like it, it was crazy. So I really felt bad for him. Quick, 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 quick. Um, I don't know
1: if you guys saw, but Chris Rock's upcoming tour tickets are through the roof. So I'm and sure you can bet the Academy. Even though they condone it, they fucking love. All the, the attention, yeah, and the attention. They well, attention.
4: after the after after the after the show they put on, they need the attention. So yeah, I
2: think it. I saw it went up at like thirty three percent in ratings, which is like incredible for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, for but. sure. Well, look, we could talk about that for hours, but um, I do want to focus on some of the awards. We're not going to do a full breakdown. There's too much to talk about, but. I do, um, what is one thing that stood out to you guys? I want to get everybody's thoughts on here. Like maybe it's an award, a moment, somebody, uh, an actor, whatever you want to point out. I'll start with you, Gio.
4: Oh, Jesus Mm. Christ. So actually, can we get that mute button (laughs) Yeah, I was like, you idiot. (laughs) I mean, I I can kick him from the studio.
1: (laughs) So the Academy came up with this idea of... Let's get the viewers involved, the fans, the film buffs, everything, blah, blah, blah. And they decided to come up with two different categories. Cheer moment, fan favorite film. Everybody was eligible to vote. And everybody could vote within certain rules and restrictions. And for my guy, Zach's
2: The cultist
4: one. That's what it
2: was a clean, sweet baby. Do they get any? Do they actually no. get like a trophy, no, or is it just like don't. a pat? On if the they back?
4: get a trophy, if 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 they get an Oscar for that, I will no, never watch. They the do not get
0: an official Oscar, <laughs> and that
4: would that would go wow. for anything that wins the fan voting. Seriously.
0: What
2: is an official? That, that
4: would go Oscar for any. Well, no, like if,
0: I'm asking you, Spider-Man a
4: statue. Won.
2: Yeah, no. If, if, no, are they going to like be presenting him with a statue? That's what I at. He shouldn't That's get one. No. It's not a that's real not a, Oscar. That's not an it's, Oscar oh, not even award. A,
1: So what is a real Oscar? Please help me. What, what's best a real Oscar? Official, best actor, the official categories that are best film, voted on like, by Academy hey, members. Hey, Jackie Chan, uh, Danny Glover, Samuel Jackson. Do you guys hear that? Your Oscars aren't real, even though they were honorary Oscars. They're not real. Okay. That's, I'm sorry. There it they is. They got a statue. That said. But anyways, what I was saying was Zack Snyder... Got recognition for, and rightfully so, in my opinion. That guy got a lot of abuse between 2017 and 2020. So it was nice to see this epic. Now I can officially say the Oscar-winning four-hour epic, Zack Snyder. Show me the trophy. Seriously. What made it even more sweeter, and the fans pointed this out, I didn't realize it till later, Toby Emmerich, WB chairman, who is known to get in the filmmakers' way was sitting there and had a watch, and it was just awesome. It was just awesome to see coming for me. That that's my moment. That's my moment in the yeah. Oscars. I'm happy for it. And, uh, yeah,
0: Ezra Miller, you're a dumbass. That's awesome. <laughs> Look, I'm I all don't agree for. With you, I'm all for fans celebrating what they love. I'm all for that. But there's. No way They that Snyder fans didn't campaign to make sure that they won those categories. Which is fine. That's fair. They're allowed to do that, right? So that's fair. Because there's no way Flash entering the Speed Force beats the three Spider-Man moment. There's no way. If you give every fan who saw both movies a vote, there's no way. Because that moment thrives off of 20
1: years of Spider-Man on live action. The flash moment thrives off of the past three hours that you saw. And look, and Snyder. I
0: love that flash moment. That flash moment's great, but I'm just saying, like, uh, anyways. I but no, look, Geo. honestly, I'm happy that you're happy about that. And I, I celebrate that the fans of those movies, which I like both of those movies very much, have something to celebrate. Like, I have nothing against that. Thank to you. To be honest. Thank yeah, you. Um, Brian, I know you didn't watch the full show, but was there anything else that stood out to you that you uh, you know somebody who won anything uh why didn't I I missed it I
2: could care less about the Oscars if I'm being completely honest um is there a reason why we didn't talk we don't talk about Bruno was not nominated
0: yeah there is they didn't submit it for best song oh. because they well, didn't know when they made the movie, they didn't know how much of a hit We Don't Talk About Bruno was going to be. Mm. So they didn't submit it for best song, but it blew up popularity wise. And the song they did submit was like the main song from the movie. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, but they still performed We Don't Talk About Bruno at the show. Did they?
2: Did yeah, they really? They
0: did. Pref- I don't mm-hmm. feel
2: like they did. If Megan the Stallion is singing a well, random. They performed a version of it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't really count that um i mean i don't know there was just a lot of like sloppiness to this like i i mean for me i i haven't seen it i really want to watch it the coda movie um i mean i took four it's, years of yeah. sign language so it's like i kind of i have an interest in it so like um, I don't know. I'm just I, the fact there's a lot of things that I was brought to light. Like Jake, what Jill said, the fact that they only use interpreters when that category for the oh, movie was when, there. Mm-hmm. It's
0: like, like for kinda, that actor winning and then for Coda winning. Yeah, yeah. So it's like,
2: well, more people should be allowed to have that as an option, just in general. Like that little things bothered me hear like hearing that it's just like and it, it's the deaf movie it's the niche thing like it so it just kind of tainted it but I mean I'm I love the fact that the two supporting uh actor and actresses were not standard white people I mean oh that yeah I I, mean,
0: I, I de she for, yeah. is
2: okay that can be mine how about that I loved she was Phenomenal in West Side Story, and that's the second time that that character has won uh,
0: for that role. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow!
2: Um, and she is so good in that movie. Oh, oh she is. God. I
0: caught that late, but she was fantastic. In if that. you
2: haven't seen West Side Story, you're missing out because that movie is. Did you see it fantastic. in theaters? Yeah, my mom and I went and saw it in theaters. Yeah, and it I wish was, I would have
0: saw it in theaters.
2: It was like an experience it my mom was like
0: crying she's like it was so beautiful um yeah so when they perform that song in America in the movie that is incredible that whole yeah the whole thing yeah. is fantastic so yeah yeah um jake so uh you know the winners and, and losers and stuff was there anything else that you wanted to bring up something that stood out to you
4: so uh the two things that I'll just quickly mention Dune uh well oh, yeah not every but won the most uh awards. i think it won six awards yeah right? which yeah. well deserved um i still think and this plays into what i'm gonna bring up but the fact that denny was not nominated is fucking crock shit hey, he was uh, nominated mixed, for he was best. not nominated for dune but the movie no. was nominated for best film which makes no sense i apologize <laughs> for my language everybody um wait seriously yeah so yeah he dune wasn't being, nominated dune winning the most oscars uh my girl, Jessica Chastain, walking away with her first Oscar. Love her. Uh, I actually watched Tammy Faye yesterday. I haven't um, seen it. Oh, it that's so, my I completely understand. Yeah. it's yeah. So the movie is good. It's not like the best movie of all time. But it's her but performance, it's, right? It's, it's, it's her performance. Um, yeah. I actually watched. It's funny. I watched Tammy Faye yesterday. I watched West Side Story today. I'm going to watch Coda tomorrow. Oh, you watched West Side Story? Today, and I'm going to watch Spencer on Thursday. I'm like on an Academy binge right so now. I so. felt
0: the same way about. <clears throat> and Stewart and Spencer. The movie's not good, but performance is amazing.
4: So yeah, I'm, I'm on an Academy binge, but yeah, so those are the two things I wanted to just quickly bring up is Dune, Jessica Chastain. But the one thing I want to bring up is and it sucks because I've been such an Oscars fan for so many years. I used to sit there and uh, do a ballot and see what I would get right and wrong. The Oscars have fell from grace. They really have. They are not the award show they were uh, years ago, and it absolutely sucks because they were the most prestigious thing in the film industry every year. Every time late February rolled around, because it was always around my birthday. It, it always happened around my birthday. Um, the last weekend in February, uh, I was psyched. I made time to watch the entire show of the Oscars, and I don't know what happened. Um, I don't know... Who is making the full decisions on the show how it's ran um the idea of doing twitter announcements for some awards uh something like best composer which han zimmer he just got on a twitter award uh for winning for dune like He's the one that took the picture with the bath
2: in the bathroom. Yeah, like
4: he deserves a, something a little bit more. Like he didn't even go to the Oscars cuz they weren't doing the the award in person. Like that makes it's shocking that they're making decisions like this. Um and we it's funny, we had always compared like the awards to like oh what's good, what's bad, etc. And we always said like oh the Golden Globes they're just they're just a thing. Like they just happen, right? Because they make dumb decisions like putting the Martian in a comedic category. Hmm. But now the Oscars are something on that level or something even below it. And it is it sucks. Like the awards are the awards, right? The people get nominated. You're talking make, about the show. Like I'm talking about the entire thing. I'm talking the about the awards, the thing. actual awards are still way more That's, than That's no, I the getting an Oscar statue is fine, but sometimes yeah. they make fucking stupid mistakes on nominations. Yeah. Like absolutely idiotic mistakes on nominations, and also the fact that Rachel Zegler, or Z- Ziegler or Ziegler Ziegler from yeah. West Side Story wasn't even invited, and then the, the yeah. film was nominated for Oscars. Like that, this She's is what I'm talking about. They're making movie. they're making idiotic decisions that should not be happening. Yeah. They are the top award show in Hollywood, in in music. In film, whatever it may think, Oscars holds a different name. Different people come to the Oscars and they just they have the variety after party, all that stuff. And they always, or excuse me, for the last couple of years, they have always found some way to absolutely destroy it. Just completely. I honestly, I'm turned off by the Oscars right now. I am. I'll sit there, I'll update myself on Twitter and, and find out who wins and loses. But right now, I don't care to watch the show anymore. I really don't. I'm not going to sit there for three hours on this type of show because it's not worth my time. It is legitimately not worth my time. And you guys know, Gio and Jacob, you guys know when we first got together on this channel, we we were all about the Oscars. Like that was yeah. our thing. <clears throat> but right now, I just, I do not care. I, I legitimately do not care. This year, put a complete seal on that. I will not be watching the Oscars going forward. I'll be getting Twitter updates until someone tells me otherwise. Legitimate. Like, yeah, it sucks because the Oscars were one of the things that I always looked forward to always. And right now
0: it's, it's just not going in a direction that I care about. And It sucks. No, I respect that mm-hmm. I, to me. Like the Oscars to me are the most important thing in movies to me, in my opinion. So I, I get where you're coming from with the show and them not vi- inviting Rachel Ziegler or whatever, but winning an Oscar, like the weight that that carries has not changed for me. So, because the, the voting system hasn't gotten worse in my opinion. Like it's still, it's they're adding. I mean, still not great. It. it like, like the directors nominate the directors. So, that they didn't well the directors are fucking stupid though. they didn't nominate Denny Villeneuve that's on them it doesn't make that doesn't make any sense to me but regardless of how what do you guess
2: how do you direct one of the movies that is nominated for best picture and the nominee?
0: movie won the most Oscars yeah. this
2: year and he wasn't
3: so nominated, nominated but I see
0: it's the like first I, movie to win six Oscars and not too. have the, the director nominated I just in the history of Oscars yeah, in my yeah. in
2: my thought process I just don't understand If your movie was so good that it's a best picture, shouldn't you like, isn't that just an automatic spot? Well, the conversation has
4: popped up when a director has been nominated, but the director's film hasn't been nominated. We've had that, the flip side conversation, but I've never had a conversation where the movie's been nominated for best film. And the person who, made the movie is well, it nominated
0: argo argo won best picture ben affleck wasn't nominated for best director mm-hmm. so it, this is happening makes, it makes this is happened no before, but you guys sense. it's not uh i think people th- i know you guys don't think this but i think some people think that like 30 people get in a room and they're like who should we nominate this year that's not how it works there's thousands of directors who make the nominations there's thousands of writers who nominate the writers etc so to me the actual uh, winning the award still holds the same weight for me. Whether the show has turned to shit, that's a different conversation. But actually winning the awards, that's why I care so much about it. Because it's like, it's it's the championships of the movie world to me. I mean, I, and, I care who wins. Like but, seeing yeah. Jessica
4: Chastain win was, I mean, I've been a fan of her since she was an unknown actress years yeah. ago. And Lawless in all these movies oh for sure yeah and seeing her win is great and she's been in so many great films but like outside of
0: everything that is naming the winner (laughs) like bye see ya i understand it i i'm just not ready to let that go yet like i enjoy i enjoy it so much so (laughs) oh we pissed brian off now (laughs) just remember it's 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 all subjective, okay. Yeah. Even
1: even the people who vote on these things, like they they're just opinions. At the end of the day, they might be a little more informed than us because they're actually there on sets, working in the industry yeah. and whatnot. They're not more informed than us, Gio. Don't say that out loud. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I don't. I like. Am I going to argue with Quentin Tarantino over like you know? Fucking right, I'm going to argue maybe? with Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: Why <laughs> did you vote for Denny Villeneuve?
4: <laughs> Why didn't you do it, damn it? <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah, but um, as far as like a moment to me, we talked about Coda a little bit, but Troy Kotzer, who plays the dad in the movie, mm-hmm. um, I watched Coda like last week, <laughs> just getting ready to, for I'm watching Oscars. it tomorrow. It's my plan. And, and that movie almost made me cry, to be honest. Because um, I took ASL at Sac State, and so did Brian uh we didn't take it together but brian took asl and Mm -hmm. just watching that movie being a little informed on the deaf community like made me appreciate it so much more so troy Coetzer winning the award and then his speech like honestly he was signing uh, and someone was communicating it uh translating it but like i felt like his speech was like the best one (laughs) like what he was saying to be honest. Um, yeah, it, it was probably really cool. meant the most. I, to I agree him. with you,
1: Jacob. I agree with you. I, I, it, he, he yeah. probably
0: had the most genuine emotion behind it, exactly. And it, <clears throat> and you can really tell. So when you well, watch, he's, he's on our Jake, thumbnail, so
4: he's, on yeah, no.
0: Oh, I was gonna text you. I love the thumbnail you chose because it, it ties in the Oscars and it ties in celebrating women in film. See, I, I I, yeah,
4: I know what I'm doing, I know
0: what I'm doing. No, no, that was great. Um, Jake, I honestly hope one day you get back on tra- get back on track with the Oscars. Well, the way to do that is be invited to your
4: Oscar party, so, you know.
0: Yeah. You were? You were? <laughs> just saying. Just, I yeah, might have to throw no. my own and just we'll have competing Oscar parties. <laughs> oh, there we go. Ooh. No, one day I want to throw a lot- I wish I was like had enough money to throw a big Oscar party, like have everybody show up, have a red carpet, like a mini one or something. That would okay, be a lot of big, fun. Big, All right, Big guy. spender over here. Big bala. <laughs> I'll never be able to afford that, but but that would be a lot of fun. Hey, don't um, give
4: yourself, come on, give yourself a little credit.
2: Jake, <laughs> we're going I to teach you the house teacher, profession.
0: Come on. Sometimes it know. works. Sometimes it um, works. Did you guys have any last thoughts on the Oscars? Anything else you guys wanted to bring Do up? Do better.
1: Uh, <laughs> Amy Schumer, I never want to see your host again, ever.
2: Yeah, I, Why? I, mean, I thought what? that I the funny cl- the clips I th- saw were pretty funny of the three of them, though. It was never just her. She hasn't really done it since trainwreck oscars opinion, so. need to figure out a way to get hosts
4: back into the fold because they haven't really done a good job over the last couple years it's been a while since we've had like someone who is absolutely killed hosting the oscars you know
1: get ricky gervais <laughs> No, he's a Golden Globe guy. He's Woo, a Golden Globe guy. Man. Hey, they're
0: not—they're not having a a raunchy comedian host <laughs> yeah. anytime soon.
1: Or yeah. get Bill please.
0: Actually, you know what? I'll say one
4: last thing. I and I'm not saying this is the way they're gonna go, but I actually didn't mind the year that they didn't have a host because everyone was able to kind of bring their own flair when they presented. It wasn't bad. Um, it was it was different, right? It wasn't just focused on like, okay, you have to get this person who's really good at doing comedy and you have to live up to it all night long whereas you can just rely on the people who are presenting or
0: you know talking about certain films or music uh, scores or whatever it may be so just final final tidbit there they need to like find it's like not like it's easy but they need to find the perfect host each year like when hugh jackman hosted like that was a great choice to host, mm-hmm. like I even liked Seth mcfarland when he hosted. You know who even would be a perfect choice? And like
4: it? never, he would never do it. Ryan Reynolds.
2: Yeah, uh,
0: I mean, he might. He would, would do great, but I feel like he would have. I feel like people are going to be afraid to insult people now. Uh, yeah, when they're probably. when they're hosting. Probably. So, like Ryan Reynolds is the type to make jabs at people, right? So maybe well, now, well, just wouldn't. Hugh Jackman, just Hugh Jackman yeah that's true that's true um all right well if nobody has any other thoughts we'll move on to celebrating women in film it is march it is women's history month and we're getting it right in before the month is over um we're gonna go ahead and celebrate women in film and jake i i'm gonna throw it to you real quick because you had this idea so i, I kind of want to throw it to you, you can kind of tell the viewers what we what we're going to talk about here
4: yeah, I've been actually wanting to do this for a little while. Uh, we've had a lot of big topics in March with the Batman, Obi-Wan, stuff like that. Um, and being that it is uh, our last show in March, it was the perfect time to do so. But we're just going to kind of have an open conversation with with ourselves and with you guys in the chat. And one person is going to go at a time, bring someone up, and we're just going to talk about it. It could take 30 seconds. It could take five minutes. We only have about 20-plus minutes left on the show. Um, and so, yeah, I mean... I think it's a great idea just to bring some people up. It's it's our favorite people that we like either watching, seeing films from, maybe working behind the camera, uh, writing a script, maybe someone we've met before. I don't know. Um, so just just a fun little conversation to have with us here on the channel, but also our viewers to see who they bring up. Um, it can be a movie character, it can be an actress, it could be a director or screenwriter. Like I said, um, hell, it can even because we're in the business, it can be a movie pundit if you wanted to bring up someone like that. Uh, someone that you may be watching for a long time. So, Alicia Malone. Um,
0: there we go. <laughs> uh, you,
4: I freaking knew that was gonna happen. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if Jacob, whoever you want to send to first, uh, we can bring someone up
0: and uh, boom. Yeah, yeah. Um, Brian, I'll go ahead and start with you. Yeah, Sersha Ronan's the greatest. I
4: knew it. Time. Oh, my God. I did
0: that on purpose because I know Alicia obvious. Malone's not actually my favorite, my choice. But I was just Too obvious. I didn't know we no, could choose pundits.
4: I mean, Sersha Ronan <laughs> is she's one of the best working actresses today. So it makes sense. And Brian has an absolute love for her. Um, every role she does, every she's not my she type, does, but I'm
2: obsessed with her.
4: Every film that she does <laughs> uh, absolutely crushes. So um, I,
2: has anyone seen Brooklyn? Yeah. Is it good? Oh,
4: Brooklyn's
0: yeah. great. I She's
4: it. great. It's one of those movies for me that she murders it, but the movie is is not great, but just below great.
0: I liked it a lot for me. She, for me, she was the movie nominated, was nominated for an Oscar. So you know. she, so was she. Yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. you, got, Brian, you got to watch Brooklyn. What? Yeah, you got to watch. No, I know. It. I
2: uh, there's a bunch of stuff of hers I need to see. There's a good catalog worth of stuff. Um, I
4: want to see her do something different from what she typically does. She's kind of... A, like I mean, She does a lot of stuff. Or action. So, a, a number of years ago, before Jennifer Lawrence kind of, like, disappeared, right after uh, the Hunger Games films, she did all of those um, movies like Joy and American mm-hmm. Hustle and, and Silver Linings Playbook, where... They were all these super high profile Oscar films, nominations, great performances and stuff. And it almost felt like the same thing over and over and over again. I'm not saying that's the same thing for social Ronan, but I would like to see her kind of branch out from the little women, Brooklyn Ladybird type of films and do maybe I'm not, maybe like a blockbuster or a film from someone who gives her something else to do rather than, play this really incredible character that has really good dialogue and gets her an Oscar nomination. I don't need to see that from someone every single time.
0: That's just me. She could play Lady Deadpool. There we go. Boom. Would that be different uh, enough? <laughs> boom. There you go. Don't even tease. <laughs> but I, like,
4: that's what, that's what, I'm not saying like she has to join the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I'm just like, I would love to see her do something that isn't going to get nominated for an Oscar, but it's going to make a crap ton of money and fans are going to absolutely love it. You know, like Yeah.
2: Well, her next three movies don't seem very much like that that I'm looking at IMDb. (laughs) One's about she still hasn't won an Oscar yet
0: though, right? She should have. She's been nominated a bunch of times, yeah. So she's probably still working on getting winning an Oscar. Yeah, it's
4: well it's that it's that Jennifer Lawrence thing where Jennifer Lawrence did those roles so many times and then she got kind of like People were like, oh, "Like, when are we going to see something a little different from her?" You know. Um, so, and I'm not saying like she has any bad performances or anything, but I would just love to absolutely see her do something
2: different from what she typically does. So.
1: It'll happen at some point. She'll realize, "Oh, this role is too fun. This script is too fun," you know, and she'll she'll get there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They all do. Uh, all right, put her in
2: Dune.
4: I mean. If, uh, if uh, Florence P. Too late. If Florence P. Wasn't there, I'd say, damn right, you should put it there. Uh, okay, Geo, I want you to go next, uh, but I'm gonna bring up a couple from the chat real quick so we don't miss these. Uh, sure. John Boo says Deborah Chow, total faith. Not a. Not, you know what? That's a great call. Obi wans coming up. She's obviously head heading that one. Uh, Artie Films here. Love Michelle Yo Moon Lee Chang Pei Pei uh they're all true legends of hong kong action cinema Ooh, that's cool um and then uh karen here coming in with i love kick-ass women like uma thurman and sigourney weaver <laughs> and gal gadot uh, that's a that's a great trio i'd love to see a movie from them that'd be cool those three women in an action film damn sign me up sign me up uh pop quiz which
2: space. which sigourney weaver role oh wait which pixar movie is sigourney weaver in Turning red. No. What was the Jacob? question? There's so many picks. Wait. What Pixar movie is Sigourney Weaver in? Uh, Wally. Damn it. Brave. Bugs Life. Oh. Finding Dory. Finding Dory. Gordon got it. Oh, she's the wow. Remember, She's the voice of the Monterey Bay Aquarium. I'm Sigourney Weaver. Wait, how did this come up?
4: <laughs> we, uh... Uh, Karen brought up these three women. I was bringing up comments in the chat, and she oh, brought up nice. Uma Thurman, Sigourney Weaver, and Gal Gadot. And then Brian asked that question. So,
1: uh, but I was going to oh, have Gio nice. go next on on someone that he wanted to bring up. Okay, uh, I decided to go with somebody behind the camera, um, somebody who is very, very revered amongst uh, Hollywood, um, and this is probably one of the greatest casting directors of all time. And her name is Marion Doherty. Um, you may not recognize the name, but you'll recognize the pieces of film that she has been involved in. And let me sound off on a couple here. So the films that she has been involved in as a casting director, Grease, mm-hmm. Escape from Alcatraz, Full Metal Jacket, Lethal Weapon, Lost Boys, Batman 89, Batman Returns, Braveheart. She is a legend. Um, they did a uh, du- uh, documentary, excuse me, um, back in 2012. It's called Casting By. And I only saw this because Jacob and I took a documentary films class um, over at uh, Sierra College, Community College. And I was just wowed by this woman and her contributions. Um, The documentary features interviews from people like Mel Gibson, Clint Eastwood, Robert Duvall, Richard Donner, Robert De Niro, Glenn Close, Jeff Bridges, on and on and on and on. And these people, many of them are giving her credit for the success of their careers. Here's a fun fact. The casting of Danny Glover as um, Roger Murtaugh was only possible because of this woman. One of her very first castings was James Dean, and I I didn't get to pull the movie, but it was one of his uh, early roles, and she's just a legend. If you guys ever get a chance and you feel like watching a documentary, it's on Paramount Plus casting by and learn about this woman and the fact that although many people have pushed for her to receive even an honorary Oscar, she has still not gotten one for her contributions for her paving the way um, to the way movies are today, as far as ensembles diversity and whatnot. So I recommend all of you to check it out. If you ever feel like watching a documentary, it's called
0: casting by, Marion Dowerdry. That's a great choice, Gio. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are pushing for a casting director Oscar category. It should. It should happen. And it's it's a major thing. It should happen. I would be all down for that, honestly. So that's a great choice, man. Yeah. Um, Okay, I'll go ahead and go with mine. And look, I I didn't know we were only choosing one, but uh, I'm settling on one. And I'm not going to name my whole list of people that I had, but um, I'm going to go ahead and go. I want to celebrate Kate Blanchett, to be honest, because Kate Blanchett. Look, Meryl Streep is the goat of of women actors, and I think look, there's always a, an argument like who can even come close to her, and there's a lot of names you can throw in the hat. You know, like, I mean, Olivia Colman, for example, is like getting up there, um, mm-hmm. but I think, like, look, it's safe to say you can argue. Um that Streep is still the best actress on the planet. But to me, the best actress on the planet is Kate Blanchett In, I in my opinion. disagree. I do not in, in my opinion. And look, she's done a whole lot of things like Love Her as Gladriel in the Lord of the Rings franchise. Um, Love Her in Thor Ragnarok. Like she might be my favorite villain that's only in one movie in the MCU. Um her as Hella in Thor Ragnarok. But look, she's been nominated for 7 Oscars. She's won 2 and she's still relatively young, honestly. Yeah. And she's been in so much stuff. Like I I watched Nightmare Alley. I didn't love Nightmare Alley. Same. But she's so good in it. She's so good in it. So I just want to celebrate Cate Blanchett and look, obviously who you think is the best actor on the planet is subjective, but to me, I think she's the best right now. <laughs> and I th- I think I'm not saying she's going to get as many nominations as Meryl Street by the time her time's done and Oscars aren't the deciding factor of you know how good they are, but I think she'll be up there. <laughs> she'll definitely be up there. What was that movie she won for? I think it was
1: Blue Jasmine? Yeah. I believe she won that for Blue Jasmine so good, man. and she for
0: Carol? Man. She won for Carol.
3: She won for yeah. Carol.
0: Yeah. For Blue Jasmine and Carol. Um, so, yeah. yeah, she's she's just so great. Like anything she's in, I'm just automatically, you know, attra- attra- I want to see that movie just because yeah. she's in it for sure. Yeah. Um. So do we want to bring Keith in? Keith just joined us yeah. here. Let's go ahead and bring in <laughs> Keith before
4: we uh, move on. I want to get to a couple comments too, but let's go ahead and bring yeah. in Keith in for the next 15, 20 minutes. So what's, what's up, up bud?
2: What's Bye up, guys? Hi, Keith. What's up, you doing, man?
3: What's up, Good, dude? good. Thought everyone uh, forgot just- me what you guys forgot me i was about to shut (laughs) it down (laughs)
4: uh no look hey uh we're we're talking about women in film and there's a couple comments you want to bring up before we continue on andy uh after book smart i'm down to see whatever olivia wilde does especially keen for don't worry darling yes jacob saying all that uh star drew mentioned penny marshall obviously cannot go uh without mentioning her uh samir said i was gonna guess patty jenkins uh, I think that's when they were, uh, Gio, when you were kind of leading up to your reveal there. Um, and Andy, again, Allison Jones and Sarah Haley Fan are also two of the greatest casting directors, too. So there you go, Gio. A couple others mm-hmm. to mention. Uh, Catherine Hepburn, obviously, duh. Uh, Rachel Weisz uh, is mentioned by Star Drew.
0: I'm
2: and... waiting for Emily
0: Blunt. <laughs> well you can mention her brian if you want <laughs> that's jake's baby friend well i mean i'm not going to say it anymore because you just ruined the surprise so did you
4: on, <laughs> was
0: that jake's it. choice yeah was it really <laughs>
4: yeah, come on but I'll, I'll move on i'll move on
2: Oh my i God. thought i would have put hilarious. money down that you went we going after oh. um the miss mazel chick that's, that's tv not film uh, does she not write for movies
4: no, that's that's uh, that's Phoebe Waller-Bridge for. Uh, she played L three in Solo, and then she she wrote the No Time. She helped write No Time to Die. She's working. On she she's, she's Not. She's not Maisel. She's, she's not, not
0: prominently movie. known as a movie person. No.
4: Rachel Brosnahan is in movies, but she's. You're thinking she of Phoebe Waller-Bridge. No. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll move on person. from that one. I'll yes, go. Uh, I'll go Jake- a different direction. Tell us your choice. Yeah, I'll go a different direction. Um, no, do Emily Blunt. No, it's okay. I'm going to move on from a different direction. <laughs> I, uh, I, I wrote I'm not going to do it, so um, you might as well. I, I wrote a couple down, and uh, I kind of try to choose one from like almost each each section of film. Um, and the director that I went with is one of my favorite directors. I watch anything that she does, and she picks and chooses films uh, – And she only has one every so often. That's Catherine Bigelow. Yes, Uh, I absolutely adore Catherine Bigelow as a director. Um, Point Break, uh, Hurt Locker, uh, where we kind of in a way discovered Jessica Chastain with Zero Dark 30, which Zero Dark 30 is one of my favorite films of all time. I remember exactly where I was watching that movie and being wowed by it. Detroit is one of her more recent works. Um, She's oh, yeah. been in the business for a very long time, but she picks and chooses. She kind of has that Tarantino effect where she only does a movie every so often. Like, here, for example, um, let's see. So she did Point Break in 91, Strange Days in 95, and then she did The Hurt Locker in 2008, and Zero Dark 30 in 12, and Detroit in 2017. Like, there's gaps between her work, which means she really puts her heart and her soul in these stories. Um, yeah. And she's one of those names that when people see her name attached to film and stories, they want to work with her. Uh, She has a very, very different style and take on film. It's a very serious, grounded take on movies that a lot of people don't get sometimes. Um, And you can see that through her work. Like, for whatever Point Break may be to a lot of people, Point Break is one of the greatest action movies to ever exist. Mm -hmm. Uh, That movie is incredible. Uh Zero Dark 30 for what it did for what was happening with the war in Afghanistan for us. And and watching that movie presented on a movie screen was incredible. Um, I don't have to say anything about the Hurt Locker as well and what Jeremy Renner and Anthony Mackie and company did in that film. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I, I every time her name comes across and she does a film, uh I'm I'm all on board. Doesn't matter what it is, I'm completely on board. Uh and I can't wait to see what she does next because it's been damn near 5 years since we've seen a movie from her. yeah so crossing our fingers that we see one soon. Uh but yeah, Catherine briggle that that's some, someone that I would love to celebrate and talk about a little bit more um and love to see more, but I I also appreciate the fact that she takes her time and chooses her her projects wisely.
0: Yeah. That's a great choice. I'm um, I'm glad we have like a little like we have two actresses, we have a casting director, a director. So so that's a great choice. I would I love Catherine Bigelow. I wish she would direct like a film every three years. But, mm-hmm. but like you said, there's these certain directors that maybe they only choose a project when they know it's the right time to do it. So yeah. that's probably yeah. her. I do want to shout out Samir though. Samir said, did Kate Blanchett win for the aviator? He was right. She he didn't win for, she didn't win for Carol. She won for the aviator and for blue. Oh, Gasp. nice. So, good call Samir. Nice. Uh, thanks for that. But yes, Catherine Bigelow. What's your favorite film by her? Did you say?
4: oh man that's so hard
0: i would probably have to go zero dark 30
4: um yeah that's a good one but the hurt locker is right there and then point break is like right there as well Mm -hmm. Uh, they're all suit i'd probably go dark 30 that's probably what i would do
0: yeah that's a good choice
1: she was the first to win a best director as a a female right yep yeah big time which i think was for the hurt locker right the Hurt Locker,
4: yeah. And that Love also that won movie.
0: Best
1: Picture that year as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I just realized we had two back-to-back women win Best Director. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Chloe Zhao and then Jane Campion. Yeah, yep. That's that's fantastic. That's awesome. Um, all right, Keith, I know you're joining us a little late here, but we're we're uh, celebrating uh, women in film. Uh, we all chose somebody we wanted to highlight. So who do you got for us, man?
3: Oh, man, uh, there's so many. Um, you guys have some great ones there uh <clears throat> definitely one of my honorable mentions was Penny Marshall so mm-hmm. I can't remember who was it that uh brought that up but she made big and the League of Their Own are two of my favorite movies of all time and uh, she's the first woman to uh have a hundred million dollar uh film uh grossing film so uh shout out mm-hmm. to and also rest in peace is a great Penny Marshall mm-hmm. uh and of course you know Brandon Shirley. So she's iconic in so many ways. But uh, but no, one on one, quick one. Lexi Alexander, shout out to her. Directed Punisher Warzone and she several TV episodes. I think she directed a couple episodes of Supergirl. She directed at least one episode of Arrow. I know that. Um, uh, so shout out to Lexi Alexander. And she was working on a uh, story of uh, uh, who's the wrestler that snapped and killed his wife and son. Uh, do you remember that?
1: Oh, we're um, talking about. uh? Oh, my gosh. Chris uh, Benoit? Chris Benoit. Chris
3: okay, Benoit. Yep. Wrestler. Yeah, knucklehead. No, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Chris Benoit. Yeah, she was working on a, a biopic. I think about that, but I, I don't know where that's where that's going. But person I want to talk about, uh, number one, is someone that really no one probably really knows, which is unfortunate, but, you know, every year I share this person's story. Her name is uh, Jessie Maple. And since uh, last month was Black History Month, and this month, of course, being National Women's History Month, it's kind of not taking care of both of those right now. But uh, yeah, she was a first. Uh, she's credited as one of the first uh, women to Black African work, uh, women to direct a full-length feature film, um, feature-length, I should say. And uh, and she was a cinematographer. Um, she was a first. Hold on, let me get to the get this exactly wording right because it's kind of <laughs> a lot but uh okay she was actually the first African woman admitted to the uh, uh cinematographers union hmm. uh, cinematographer yeah and uh I, I stumbled across her a few years ago on twitter i can't remember if it was a twitter account that uh just just showed a picture of her and showed she's a, a black woman cinematographer in a black and white photo, I went, oh, that that's always piqued my interest. So I read about her every year. Um, she was a trailblazer, man. And she was, uh, yeah, the first one admitted to the New York Camera Operators Union. Uh, she basically, she got she passed the test to get in, which, of course, you can imagine, uh, this was in 19, I think, 73, 72 or 73, something like that. And, boy, you can imagine, they definitely made it very difficult for her. She passed. She got in. And then she was basically blacklisted. The union basically told the studios not to hire her. Uh, So she fought uh, against that, sued a bunch of people, sued all the networks, sued all that. Every lots of lawsuits. She did. She was able to win a long legal struggle. But uh, she won. And uh, yeah, she just she really worked hard. And like I said, was a trailblazer and uh, behind the camera especially for not just not just black women but for women in general um she's still around she's 75. she's written books she's done speaking tours I'll hopefully I'm trying to see if somewhere nearby us that I can catch her catch her one day to hear a toast story. her story is pretty it's an amazing story um she directed she did she directed a feature film called will and it's about a basketball coach uh, a girl's basketball coach struggling with heroin addiction um which I can't find Trying to find that film i can't find it but uh yeah man she's uh like i said her husband also a cinematographer they're both still here and uh it's it's an incredible story i, I need to get her book and read it her book is called sorry let me bring that up uh, sorry how to become oh she got two books here but how to become a union camera woman and then uh hmm. a book called uh, uh a memoir just called the maple crew and uh it's an incredible story so shout out to jesse maple trailblazing for women black women pickler uh behind the scenes behind the camera as a cinematographer I love cinematographers so shout out to jesse maple
0: that look I'm not gonna pretend I I knew much about her before but um I just learned a bunch about her from you (laughs) so that that is a great choice Keith and you you want to be a cinematographer yourself. So absolutely. Absolutely, that is, man. Jeez. That is
3: great, man. Absolutely a hero of mine, man. He's, he's great. Great story. Yeah. That's cool.
0: All right, Keith. Since you came in late, really quick, do you want to you wanna highlight anything about the Oscars really
3: quick before we get out of here? Just because you came in late. Oh, yeah, you know what the biggest thing, and I'm just just it's obviously just disappointed in what happened, but uh mostly just uh, some great wins. Uh uh I was really happy for all the winners. Like a lot of some good stuff. I was hoping Anjinu Ellis would win for uh King Richard, but uh uh but shout out to the lady the young lady from West Side Story. That's a that's a great win right there. Yeah. Um but I did just wanna and I think I said it in our group chat, uh Quest Love winning for Summer of Soul, which is awesome, you know, unfortunately. Yeah. That was the award that <laughs> Chris <laughs> yeah. Rock was presenting. So unfortunately, that that got stepped on. Um, but there, are you know, some people now that it's been a, a couple of days. People are kind of bringing that out, like, "Hey, by the way, Questlove won this, <laughs> won an Oscar." So mm-hmm. that's great. I think it's on Hulu. I think I saw it on Hulu. So uh, I'm mad that I didn't go see it during the summer when it was out. But I'm definitely, I might try to watch it tonight, actually. Um, but man, that was awesome. I mean, we we were together. You guys, I was like. Questlove, Oscar man, yeah. <laughs> so happy for him. Um, and then, obviously, just it sucked. But I mean, Will won an Oscar, man. Will Smith finally got his Oscar. You know, it's I know if, if that own moment
0: incident didn't happen, we'd be talking about oh, Will Smith. Yes, like, like it's so time. great, you guys.
3: Yeah. yeah, we all raved about King Richard, and how great it is. And uh, I, I think I had it as my number three uh, of, of the year last year when. The three that i, I mean it was dune i think i had suicide squad and king richard and i really kind of coin flipped each one it was just kind of it could have been any of those could have been number one but i mean that was easily for me the best performance and i, I just i genuinely love that movie to death. he was so great as richard williams and so i'm glad that he won I'm glad that you want to hate that this happened because we'll never talk about that it's always going to be the stupid stupid nonsense uh, that happened but um Shout out to him for his performance and win that Oscar. And shout out, you know, and also unfortunately for the Williams sisters because that's twice now they've been overshadowed by somebody being stupid on stage. Um, but uh, you know, eh, I don't know. Oscars, is, like I said, good for the winners. Um, Got to check out Coda. Looking forward to watching that. And uh, you know, that's always the best thing to come out of it. Is you know, I like to, I like to check out some of the the win some of the uh nominees performances and the movies and see what I missed and see what all the all the talk's about. So I'm looking forward to watching that. So uh but yeah, yeah, I was happy for after all the winners. I thought, you know, <clears throat> you know I got all those right.
0: Awesome. Well I'm glad we can get your thoughts on the Oscars before we head out of here. Um I did really quick one of my honorable mentions for Women's History Month was Look, I just wanna shout out Domi She. She's direct director of Turning Red. She directed the short oh, yeah. Pixar film Bao. She's been with Pixar for a while, working animator for them. She is awesome. And Turning Red is absolutely incredible. So Fair I wanted to shout her out real quick before we before we head out of here. Um, but that's gonna do it for this episode of Apocalypse Now. Thank you everybody so much for joining us. Uh, we couldn't do it without you guys. So thank you for hanging out with us here for an hour and a half or so. We really, really appreciate it. I'll let the guys go ahead and say uh, bye and where you can find them online. I'll start with Brian Avalicino. Uh You can find me at Bavilacino on Twitter and a certain point of view with Jake. Awesome. There we go. <laughs> and Gio Ramos.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, my honorable mention was uh, Kathleen Kennedy. Gets a lot yeah. of black nowadays. but she's I actually
0: wrote her name down
3: on TikTok. my list too one of the great yeah. producers of all time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely, yep. Yeah. Uh, you can find me, of course, on this channel, Thursdays with Mr. Sean Blake for the Halo series reviews. Uh, episode one is up, and episode two is happening uh day after tomorrow. And, of course, Phantom United. Do my own videos there and have some fun.
0: Look at that guy right there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, and jake berlin where can i find you online and do we have any other shows going on here too <laughs>
4: uh yeah so uh at quad on jake on twitter two n someone else took it before i did uh we have marvel rewind tomorrow evening 6 30 pacific which will be covering moon Knight. uh you'll see brian and whoever else is able to show up because brian ain't missing <laughs> this shit
3: can tell you that much
4: <laughs> Um, And then, like Gio said, Halo reviews are on Thursday evening as well. Apocalypse Now every Tuesday at 7 o'clock Pacific. Um, We got the real middle of the week thing down. It's a lot of fun. Um, I guess so, right? (laughs) Yeah. uh, You'll be seeing Keith's review of Upgrade here this week sometime, so check that out. Cannot wait to hear his thoughts. Uh, Yeah, but then I'm I'm, uh, also part POV with Brian. I also do a little show called The Whiskey Jedi uh, on my personal channel. Um, I talk whiskey. I talk Star Wars mainly, but also things that I love. And the last plug I'll do is my fiance and I are watching the MCU films because she has never seen them. We just watched the first Avenger and it's an absolute treat, so go check that
0: out. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. And Keith Barnes.
3: Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks everyone watching. Uh, you find me on Twitter at KeithBarnes79. Uh, Instagram at KeithBarnes1979. See me on it's okay you're just a little bit behind me uh <laughs> <laughs> see me on bartley and barnes we'll probably i think we'll probably recap uh, some of the oscar uh stuff and we're gonna talk about i know what are we talking about on bartley and barnes uh should be next week next episode i think next week or maybe monday after sure. yeah we'll be no, doing next it monday. yeah something like that yeah Whatever. coming up soon uh we're gonna recap all the stuff from this past month uh so, probably some Oscar talk and eh, some other film and TV stuff as well. And every now and then, catch me with Geo on uh, Fandom United.
0: All right. And you can find me on Twitter at JacobBartley824. It's not movie related, but if you play fantasy football, go ahead and check out First Round Fantasy. It's a YouTube channel that I run <laughs> with a couple buddies of mine. We talk about uh, <laughs> fantasy football there. So, go ahead and check that out. And thank you all again for joining us. Don't forget, we got Marvel Rewind uh, tomorrow. We got the halo i don't know what the sh- name for the halo show is but the halo show on thursdays and of course beyond the reach geo beyond the reach there we go there we go i don't know what that means i don't know anything about halo but you can Fuck find us all yeah. here on a Pocketflix <laughs> now every tuesday at 7 p.m uh thanks again we'll see you next time